Hi, this is Nathan, and you're listening to a public church podcast. We would love to connect with you on social media at a public church, or you can visit our website, publicchurch.com. Thanks for listening. For the rest of our time, we're going to have a conversation about intentional parenting because we want all of you guys to understand that following Jesus directly impacts how we parent. So let's go ahead and address the elephant in the room, at least in some of your rooms. For those of you who aren't parents and are wondering, why should I keep watching if I'm not a parent? So Josh, why should they keep watching? Even if you're not a parent, and odds are that you will become a parent one day, but even if you don't and you have no plans to become a parent, if you are a public church especially, or anywhere in society, you're going to be around other parents and their children. So knowing how to help navigate that as a successful parent or come alongside them helps people like us a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. So now that we've addressed that, let's introduce ourselves. So Arps, I'll take it away. Uh, Corey Arp, and we have got three little kids, uh, two girls and a boy. I'll let you fill their names in. All right, I'm Kristen. Ellie's 10, Emery is eight, and Ezra is six. That's awesome. And Kristen serves as our Sprouts and Roots Director, and Corey is Mailman of the Year. Come on, somebody. No offense to any other mailman watching, um, but uh, Morrison's. All right, I'm Julia Morrison, and this is Josh Morrison, and we have six kids, um, 19, 17, 14, 12, three, and four months. And so the first, the oldest are four boys, and then we have two girls. Yeah, <laughs> and you guys have adopted. Yes, we have. We have um, Nation, who's three, we've adopted her, and then we have guardianship of her baby sister, who's four months. Man, that is incredible. <laughs> and so know that Whitney and I really look up to you guys as parents, so let's just dive right in with this question. Um, what are some scriptures that drive how you parent? Either one of you guys can start. <laughs> Uh, I, I try to quote, quote Ephesians to my kids often where it says, do what your parents tell you. <laughs> but um, now in seriousness, the, the follow-up verse to that is, you know, don't exasperate your kids. Mm-hmm. And then um, in Colossians, it says um, not to come down too hard on your kids or yeah. that. So uh, in the message, it, the verbiage it uses, or you'll crush their spirit. Mm-hmm. And I really like that because... Um, Kids have a lot on their mind. They're dealing with a lot, just like we as parents are dealing with a lot. And so as much as we can lift their spirit is what we try to do. Yeah, that's awesome. Julie, anything you want to add? No. Yep. You covered us pretty good. (laughs) I love it. What about you guys? This is interesting because I think we're pulling the same scripture. It's like, I believe our number one scripture that we have used from the time they were old enough to understand, before they were even old enough to understand, is Ephesians 6 was children obey your parents. Lord, for this is right. We've talked about that a lot. That was probably one of the very first verses that they learned, Mm -hmm. and we used it all the time just because obedience was such an important thing for mm-hmm. them to understand because they never understood necessarily the, the why they had to obey. They, they may not have understood those things. They just had to learn to obey Yes, because we were preparing them, always looking forward for someday God's going to be speaking to their hearts and we don't want them to be questioning, should I this? Should I? We want them mm-hmm. to be trained just to obey, obey, obey. Mm-hmm. First time. Yeah. Be ready for it. So that was a huge one for us. I absolutely love that. I, I had a, 
um, a slightly different verse in mind whenever you, you wrote this. Um, just as a mom, I was the one that was home with them mm -hmm. um, from the get-go. And so I think for me, it was more of I needed um, confidence mm -hmm. that, that what I was teaching them was right. I think early on, that was one of my biggest mm -hmm. things of am I gonna get this right, you know? And so I struggled with who to listen to. Culture says one thing. Mm -hmm. His parents did one thing, my parents did another thing. <laughs> um, you know, our friends were doing all different things. And so I really feel like God gave me um, just 2 Timothy three sixteen and 17. Mm -hmm. You know, that all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us um, what is true and to make us realize what's wrong in our lives. And so I just kept, I've always gone back to that with the kids. That's another one that we taught them early on yeah. um, because I wanted them to know that God's word is what we're um, aligning our lives under, mm. um, that it's not what mommy and daddy want. Like we tell them all the time, this isn't our way. Mm. We're trying to teach you God's way yeah. um, because we're trying to learn God's way. Mm. Um, so I think for me, that's probably been um, my go-to verse as a mom. I, I love that. And what you guys just talked about really even just demonstrates Start that <laughs> How'd you hear that? It's happened before. Oh. One time when Chris Walker and I were filming, it took like, there was this, uh, and I mean, all we had to do was pray. So we just, just sat there. hang out for like five minutes because you didn't know when it was going off. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. The wonders of being behind the scenes. If my stomach growls, will you hear that? Probably. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I love what you guys just shared because you guys really demonstrated one of our core values and how you apply that to parenting. And the core value is that we anchor our lives in the truth of God's word. And we need to anchor our parenting in the truth of God's word. And so you guys are doing that. And hopefully that's encouraging to all of you guys. And now let's take that another level. How do you teach your kids to actually apply God's word to their everyday lives. That's part of our heart as a church, is helping people see like Jesus impacts our every moment. So how are you teaching your kids to read God's word and literally apply it to the situations that they're in? I mean, I think for us, it's just, as things come up in our day, um, I refer to the word. Like I, mm -hmm. I, I speak scripture over them, just blessing them but i also like you know if somebody's complaining and they're are they're arguing about something you know i bring up philippians yes. and or I'll, I'll say you know the bible says whatever we're doing do it as under the lord That's you good. know and so um i think that for me has been a practical way we've applied the word um, but that's also honestly required me to be very disciplined to learn the word yes. which is so difficult especially as an adult we don't memorize as easily as they do, you know, as kids. And, and so, um, honestly, for me, I feel like I kind of cheated by, like, learning songs. Um, there's a lot of kids' songs out there that are just straight scripture. Mm -hmm. And so, for me, that was a way to get the word in me so that I could then apply it for That's my awesome. kids. Um, so, yeah, I think that was probably one way that we apply it. Another way is, uh, I think... Whenever we sat down, this has been a while back, but um, I think it was Nathan or Colin one mentioned to me that they had noticed my faith. Uh -huh. And nobody's ever told me that before. I've never heard anybody say that, like acknowledging that I had big faith. And so I really started praying, like, where did that come from? Or why did they see that? And um, 
I was reading in Matthew, and I think it's Matthew 8, when the centurion comes to Jesus and says, will you heal my servant? And um, Jesus was like, yeah, I'll come to your house. And he was like, no, listen, I get authority. I know that all you have to do is speak it. And Jesus turned to the disciples and was like, I've not seen faith like this anywhere in Israel. And I just, I want that for my kids. I want their teachers or their friends to look at them and say, what's, you know, what's different about you? But I want them to understand authority Mm -hmm. so that their faith can show, you know? And so I think, um, you know, I go back to, I think it's Proverbs 1, um, where it says the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's where we have to start is like teaching them authority, proper authority is good, Yeah. you know? And um, just like you mentioned, like it's not to beat them down or crush their spirit. It's to bring them under that blessing of obedience that God has for us. So yeah. that, that to me is something that I think I try to apply the word for them. Um, but now that they're getting older, I challenge them to go look it up themselves. Oh, so like, good. you know, today we had an issue with Ellie and I was like, honey, I want you to, to go look up some verses and then I want you to be able to explain to me how you're supposed to handle this. You know, and I don't just send her with the Bible and be like, good luck, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, we have some resources that honestly have been crucial to me as a mama, mm-hmm. but I've taught her how to, you know, utilize, like, the, look at the index, the topics, you know. Yeah. And so if you're struggling with complaining, look it up, you know. And so um, that's how we apply the word at home. I love that. And I love that handoff of even like you're applying it for them. And now at Ellie's age, she's getting to a point where it's like, now she can actually do that. Mm-hmm. And she's going to have to do that for the rest of her life. So it's like giving her a chance to do that under your guidance and under your authority so you can, you know, direct her. I think that's awesome. What about you guys? Answer. I can. Um, <laughs> I, would, I would say just by the way we walk out our daily lives. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, for us, it's. I feel like they're gonna. They're watching yeah. to see. Okay, mom, you say this. Are you doing this? Are you mm-hmm. living that way? And so for me, it's just about being really intentional on. Which is, I mean, it's hard because yeah. it's like <laughs> they're keep helping keep me accountable mm-hmm. to the things that we're talking and yeah. teaching. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it's so good, like. Oh. Um, so yeah, that for me, it's it's walking out that and showing, being the example of, of what we're saying. Mm-hmm. That's good. I, I think it's really key that um, I, we've been in church our whole life, and so we've had our kids in church, and just turning them over to Sunday school and things like that all along the way. And as we've got to public church, when public church started, our kids were a little on the older side. Mm-hmm. So even though our kids didn't hit roots and sprouts and everything, but now they're mostly involved with youth. It's just been a wealth to be able to turn them over mm-hmm. to that and know that they're going to be um, just told the things that you just mentioned, especially when they're younger, when you just tell them things. Mm-hmm. And it's not so much the why, it's just this is what I mm-hmm. want you to understand. Mm-hmm. But now with our kids being older, it's fun to circle back and try to get them to see the why. And no longer it's just mom and dad telling you this anymore because you're old enough now that you're going to, being 13 and 14 year old, you're going to make decisions that impact the next year of your life. Mm -hmm. And then we have a 19 year old that he's a a legal adult. You know, he can (laughs) do um, anything he wants to do, but it's 
being able to take an opportunity and say, all right, we know what you've been told. We know what the scriptures say. If we don't know what the scriptures say, let's check real quick. Yes. And now let's back up and say, why? Like, yeah. what can we look at context or can we look at the situation to see, okay, how does that apply today mm -hmm. even? And that would be a win to mm -hmm. do it that way. And yeah. it doesn't always happen that way, but that's what <laughs> we're trying to look for opportunities to do. Yes, I love that. I've just, again, helping them connect the dots. Mm -hmm. And one thing I love just to kind of pull a couple things together is you both said, you know, we've taught the word to our kids. And now you're saying as our young men have been in public students, you know that they're also being taught the word through public students. And I just think about, you know, in hosting, we prayed over Dave Lutz who's moving to Ethiopia. So it's like, okay, y'all are the primary disciple makers as parents, but then as the church partners with, and as your boys have gotten to know Dave, and now they see Dave obediently following Jesus to relocate in a global pandemic to serve people in Ethiopia, it's like, now those dots are being able to connect. So it's like the value of the church partnering and coming alongside parents. So I think that's just absolutely beautiful, you know? So let's get really practical in the fact that Parents have had a lot more time with their kids um, <laughs> during COVID-19. And so that can be good and that can be challenging. And maybe you're a parent and going, I'm out of ideas. Like I'm just out of fun things to do. So what are some ways that you just have fun as a family? Well, we started climbing or bouldering in this season, um, <laughs> which has awesome. been great. Um, we all enjoy it. It gets us moving. Um, you know, we challenge each other. We go and we'll take one bouldering wall and we'll challenge each other to all try it. So that has been fun. That's and then awesome. I'm always like, build a roller coaster, be creative. What is it gonna look like? What do you need? Or let's mm -hmm. do, I just try to think of things to keep their hands busy. Um, yeah. I don't really need to with my older boys, but my 14 and 12 year olds, sometimes <laughs> they get at it. And so ways to keep them create like creatively thinking and mm -hmm. being productive. Mm -hmm. So I try to come up with interesting things like that. I love that. And when so. all that's done, just, hey, go work with your dad in the yes. shop, right? Yes. <laughs> it, yes. Josh, it's your turn, right? It's yes. your turn. Yeah, yeah. yeah Cole, Cole's been plugging in a lot there lately. Yeah. We're really busy, so he's he's actually getting overtime pay. So he's like, yeah. I love but, uh, No, I think with older kids especially, not so much with the younger kids, it's finding opportunities to give them a little space mm -hmm. so that we can see a little bit more of their personality and maybe come along beside them and do that. Wow. And it may not be my favorite thing, but as they get older, again, just fostering their creativity and giving them space to explore who they are too. Wow. And that's so wise because you're basically saying, be a student of your kids. Mm -hmm. Like watch them observe, like we should be students of our kids and especially as they get older, okay, you love this, you know what? I'm gonna love it too, because it gives us a chance to spend time together. That's awesome. What about you guys? I think for us, in, in a lot of ways, we were talking about this earlier, um, not a lot has changed mm -hmm. because we, we already homeschooled. Um, work for me hasn't changed. It mm -hmm. has continued. If anything, it has actually ramped up some. Um, and so a, a lot of our normal routines haven't been affected as, I guess the things that have been affected are the time we get to spend with other people. Mm -hmm. That has obviously been cut back some during this time. Um, but our children are also at that age, you know, at, at six, eight, and ten, where they they they've always been this way. They just play a lot. Yeah. And so part of I think the challenge for me is uh, I think the first few weeks when things just really uh, of all this happening, things you know you weren't supposed to leave the house, so to speak, is like 
I, I went in with so many other people into the mode of what can I get done around the house? Like mm. it's project time, work, work, you know, get things accomplished. And um, that was, I had to be really careful about mm. that of, man, I would spend, I did one project and it was in the crawl space. <laughs> and Emery, like by the end of it, she could have wired the stuff up. I mean, she was at my hip the entire time. I mean, that was, she wanted to spend time with me. She mm -hmm. was like, you know, I'll be under the house with dad. I don't really care. <laughs> so in a lot of ways, I have to be careful about that. But in the same time, doing some of those things, uh, it is fun to see Ezra and Emery, uh, particularly those two, like they like a lot of hands-on kind of things. They're yeah. not afraid to get their hands dirty and get in there with me and do some things. But um, yeah. outside of that, they just, they love to play. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. I think for me, because I'm with them all the time, that um, the most fun we have is when I throw them off. Like mm. when I do something they don't see coming. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I love that. I love messing with them or, you know, just Ellie loves it when I dance. She may tell you differently. <laughs> um, she would. But, uh, but yeah, just doing things like the unexpected and just loosening up a little. Mm -hmm. um, I know... For, like I said, obviously, I value training and I value discipline, and, and we are serious. I'm a serious type person, mm. but at the same time, um, there's so much joy. Yes. Especially when there's children in your home, mm -hmm. there's so much potential for joy. And so um, we just try to celebrate as often as we can. And um, honestly, like I said, anytime I can surprise them with a random whatever, you know, <laughs> whether it's, yeah, we're going to eat cookie cake at 11 o'clock in the morning. Why not, you know? Yeah. Um, while dad's at work. While dad's yeah. at work. And then we're gonna FaceTime him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that and just being outside. I think mm. for us, the more we can be outside, um, just the happier and the more like free we all feel. Yeah. Uh, there's something <laughs> about it. And so I think that's how we've really tried to. I like the bouldering idea though. I do too. Yeah. So that, is, that sounds so good. That's fun. really good. I love, I love this. Um, so I'm going to ask one final question. And for you guys know that this is actually just part one. Part two is a podcast. We're going to be releasing that on Tuesday where we're going to just going to dive more into intentional parenting and ask more questions. Um, but for our final question, I'd love to help parents who maybe want to pray for their kids, but aren't exactly sure what to pray. So if that's you, you're going to get to borrow some prayers. So if you guys could share very specifically some things that you pray over your kids, I think that would be super helpful. We can start it. Um, <clears throat> I'd say two things, and, and these aren't like an every, this, this isn't like a ritualistic every single night we do these things, but uh, the two things that, that come to me most often when I think about this are I pray for their future spouses mm -hmm. because I, I really don't think there's a whole lot that has the ability to shape you like the person that you, you, you marry. Yeah. You know, so preparing them on how to choose what to look for and that God is preparing and sending the right person uh, mm -hmm. in their path. That's, wow. a, that's a big one. Um, and, and your kids are six, eight, and 10. So it's not like yeah. they're 18, 20, and 22. And right. like, oh, I should pray for this. Like you're praying for that now. Right. So I love that. Right, and sometimes it feels like we're already behind. <laughs> yeah. um, and then the other thing we've done, uh, we've done this quite a bit. It's once again, it's not all the time we need to actually do this more again, is if you're gonna pray with your kids, pray. Praise, repent ask yield mm -hmm. and it's just and we'll actually assign you know, who wants to who wants to be the p you know yeah. and ezra i'll do pray, you know and they go around and and everybody instead of us just praying over them they get to participate and it's very specific mm -hmm. and you know at six years old uh ezra can he can 
he can pray, you know, in his way, he'll, he'll pray a prayer of praise and thanking God for things, or if it's repentance, yes, you know, God forgive us for, for our attitudes or not being this or whatever it might be and asking, asking God for things and mm-hmm. then yielding, you know, God, what we want to surrender to you, whatever you want mm-hmm. for our lives. So that's awesome. Um, once again, that's something that we have done a, a lot of, but it's, uh, it kind of comes and goes in seasons, I guess. And I want to pick that up in this season. <laughs> I, I think too, um, just praying what scripture says, like over yeah. them. And so anytime, if I'm reading in the mornings or, or whatnot, and I come across something that's distinctly a promise that God gives his children, it's like, I want to share that with mm. them. Yeah. And I want them to hear that and to hear the truth of God's word. And so, um, I know there's so many resources out and if anybody feels overwhelmed, like, what are you talking about these resources that are, you know, like reach out to me because I, I have done some digging to yes. find these. And um, I think it's been so valuable because sometimes we don't know what to pray mm-hmm. over our kids. And so I think just praying the word over them and um, God's promises over them and his faithfulness, I pray his character mm. a lot with the kids listening so that they're hearing like who God is. Um, and then really, I think for us, it's to like, even in moments of discipline, like we've trained them on something, we've been working on something, and then we got to hold them accountable to that. In that moment, like we've always incorporated prayer into that moment of, you know, you just sinned against, you know, not just breaking our relationship, that breaks relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And so we try to see that they can make that connection and the the goal of restoration mm-hmm. with discipline. And so um, I think those are some of the focal points prayer wise yeah. that we focused on. I love that. And look, Kristen at publicchurch.com, K-R-I-S-T-E-N at publicchurch.com because like you've resourced us. I know that you're not just saying, oh, I'd love to resource you. Like she would love to resource you if you have questions on that. And what you guys said even about those moments of discipline, those really can be intimate moments with your child. That's something we've learned from you guys. And, you know, yeah, they should be. And just the routine with Liam at two and a half of, okay, you're going to get a spanking and then we're going to pray that Jesus forgives you and you're going to apologize. Just helping him, even though he doesn't get it, see like prayer is a part of this and asking for forgiveness, that restoration part of it. So it's like, I appreciate how you guys have taught us and you're right. Like, making those connections in those real life moments is absolutely huge. So thank you for that. What about you guys? Uh, well, I've been praying over since our, we do have some older kids. I was telling my sister, I said, I'd really just, I want some really specific ways to pray. Cause mm-hmm. I, this, especially due to being 19, like how can I be intentional on praying for him? So she sent me a book, how to pray for your adult children. Mm-hmm. And it's just been, I use it every morning. I mean, I'm reading it and it's got a place for notes and it's got scripture and I just love it. It has been so good for me um, to know how to intentionally pray for my older boys. And then um, as far as like with Nation, she's special needs. So I always just pray that God would meet her where she's at. Wow. Because I don't know how she understands things or sees things and so, I just always am praying, God, meet her where she's at. I know you can. I know she can feel you. And so for her, like my prayers are different for for each of our children, I feel Mm -hmm. like. But for those two, those are like specific things. I'm constantly praying over them. That's great. That's so good. Um, Kind of along the same lines. I mean, like we pray for our kids 
together and it's like obvious things that are on your mind prayers that day <laughs> like oh man it's, you know but for me personally when I um when I have my quiet times and I'm really praying for my guys, um, my girls too, but mostly my guys, uh, I pray individually for each one of them to use who they're becoming, like their character strengths mm -hmm. and their attributes and the things that are just shining. Um, for I pray for that thing to be used for God's glory. Wow. And I don't know how that's going to happen, but I just want God to just take over that mm -hmm. part because He's created them in that way. Mm -hmm. And I just want God to get glory from that, even if they don't always use it the best way. Because there was a study that we did years ago with Andy Stanley, and it was the real summation of it was God's going to get glory whether you're on board with that or not. <laughs> and so I want my kids to be on board with that. And I want, as they grow older, I can't always be there beside them to tell them what to do. But um, if one of them has, uh, if, if you know my kids, one of them is very strong. And he's really in the strength. And I want him to use that strength to glorify God. Mm -hmm. And then one of my kids is like extremely witty. And I want him to use his wit mm -hmm. to just bring glory to God's name. And each one, one of them is very passionate, mm -hmm. extremely passionate. And one of them is just cool as a cucumber. <laughs> and so that's like the most things, the shining things that are out right now. So that's the secret prayers. I pray for you boys. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> as they get older and things change, it's going to be my prayer continually as they become adult men and maybe get married and have kids themselves. I'm going to look for what their, what's their strength. And I want God to get glory from that. Wow. And then with my girls, um, I pray for nation every single time for healing yeah. and God's already healed her in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. And she even has physical needs, but God's healed her so much. And just to see that, and be, oh, don't cry. <laughs> no, but for real, it, Nation is like, it, I don't know. We'll get into this in the podcast. But <laughs> to see God do something in front of you that you're praying for, and then just, it's so rich. Mm -hmm. it and I know he's not done. Yeah. And a little bit, Lola, she's... Uh, perfect, just yeah. like nation. So you know, I just pray for God to continue to grow them to be uh, just women of God. So that's that's phenomenal. Josh, Julia, Kristen, Corey, thank you guys so much. And I can't wait for the podcast. So Kristen, if you could just pray for parents, future parents, everybody investing in the next generation. And thank you guys for watching this. And again, please check out the podcast where we're just going to continue that conversation, as you said, Josh. Pray for us. God, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for equipping us for the purpose you have called us to, um, whether that be as a child, um, honoring our parents, or as a parent, God, um, training and teaching and admonishing and disciplining our children. God, I just pray um, that your strength and that your presence would fill every home and that every home listening, God, would just feel you near and that they would see just how mighty and sovereign you are, God, and yet um, just how close and intimate and personal you want to be with um, not just each family, but each person within each family. God, and I just pray that you would help us to work together um, with one mind, a surrender to you, Jesus. And I just pray, Lord, that if there are homes that have not raised um, their children um, according to the word of God, Lord, that you would just um, be faithful 
and, and encourage them, God, um, to start now, to wherever they're at, God, just to meet them where they are. And um, Lord, I pray that they would um, just see the promises in your word that tell us, God, that you equip us and that you strengthen us and that when we fall, you lift us up. So God, help us to never be discouraged, even though this is um, such a stressful um, season. God, I just pray that we wouldn't be discouraged by what's going on around us, but that our eyes would be steady and um, that our hearts would be steady and that you would um, just continue to um, work on our hearts, God, soften our hearts and, um, and just make us more like you, Jesus. I pray that you would show us ways to love each other within our homes. And I just pray, um, God, that you would bless each home, Lord, that's listening now. We love you, Jesus. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen.